I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian with some important piece of breaking news. Steve Taylor, this past Monday we were in Westlaco on the occasion of the visit of Senator John Cornyn. And we need to call your attention to a story in the Rio Grande Guardian. The fact that, uh, well, IBWC has got a shot in the arm. Uh, let's give our listeners a little bit of background on that, Steve. Yes, Mario. So um, there's a number of reasons to talk about Senator Cornyn's visit. Senator Cornyn often makes news when he comes to the Valley, and he certainly did on this occasion. We're actually doing four different stories based upon his visit. But the one you're referring to is uh, the interchange that took place in Westlaco, as you say, at the Hidalgo County Precinct 1 offices, when there was a round table with many Valley leaders present. And the discussion was all, all about flood mitigation. And the top issue was actually the Raymondville drain, but it was not the Raymondville, Raymondville drain project uh, which which has garnered all the news. Um, as I say, I, we're covering four issues. I'll get into those in a minute. But the one you're referring to is an interchange between the new uh, commissioner of the U.S. section of the International Boundary and Water Commission. Her name's Jane Harkins. First time I've met her, she said she's been in a job for about a year. She's been living out of, out of a suitcase, really, because she has to go up and down the border from, from um, El Paso, well, actually, I guess from San Diego all the way to, to Brownsville. Of course, she's the U.S. Uh, section leader for IBWC. IBWC handles all the flood control issues, um, the water treaties with Mexico, sanitation, the restoration of the dams, making sure our, our international dams are working. Um, there's a Mexican section to IBWC and a U.S. section. She heads the U.S. section, and in her remarks, uh, she talked about one project after another, but in each case, she said, we don't really have enough money. We don't have enough money to do this. We don't have enough money to do that. And close to home, the issue that mattered was the Arroyo, Colorado, which runs all the way through Cameron County. It's a flood control area, uh, and the cities, the water, flood waters from the cities, cities like Westlaco and, and uh, Mercedes, La Feria, Harlingen, etc. The waters flow into the Royo, Colorado, and that goes down to the Gulf of Mexico. And all she was asking for, for that project to clean out the vegetation, was $10 million. She said, I don't have $10 million. And Steve, you know what? I happen to have the audio. Here it is. We need to do some things in the low flow channel in there, and you may want to widen it, so um, that's more money that I probably don't have. Um, but we have to work through and at least understand what it is we need to do, because I don't think I know that right now. And then we'll have to get a cost estimate together, and that, of course, is the start of being able to figure out um, where we could find the money and figure out how to look for it, and maybe we can add some, reprioritize some things within our budget, which is what we're doing continuously um, all through the year. Um, and as we go through time, what I'm trying to do is to be able to explain to folks what, what we're not doing and the importance of it and what, what the cost-benefit of doing those things are. So those are the things I'm working on. Great to be here. Great to be here in the Valley um, visiting all of you, and I appreciate the invitation. And uh, if you remember, Mario, because you were there, we heard 
the mayor of Mercedes, Henry Hinojosa, saying he couldn't believe it, that this is a federal agency, a government agency, says it hasn't got enough money to do one of its basic jobs, which is flood control in the Rio Grande Valley, and which, which is home to a million-plus people. So she said all this, and Senator Cornyn was listening, and when it was his turn to speak, he said, I've made a mental note of this. Um, I have got to help you get the money. And he, he said he was shocked. He said he, was, he did not realize this agency, IBWC, has such a, he called it a constrained budget. IBWC, I, I was not aware of the, such a constrained budget uh, that the commissioner has, and that's something that I've made a mental note of, see if we can work together with her. We have a continuing resolution until November the 21st, and then hopefully we'll come up with an accommodation to fund the federal government, but we're going to look for an opportunity to, uh, to supplement some of the funding that the um, IBWC gets. Well, the roundtable finished, and then there was a press conference, and he reiterated the point that he wants to get funding for IBWC. Well, as the press conference ended, um, he, was, he went over to uh, Jane Harkins and said, which, 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 which Senate committee, which Senate committee looks after your agency? Is it Interior? And, and she said, no, it's a, it's a subcommittee. And he said, oh, that particular subcommittee is chaired by Senator Lindsey Graham, I'll have a word with, with Lindsey to get some money. So we put the headline, Senator Corn in. I didn't know the underfunding was so bad at IBWC. That was the headline put out last night. First thing this morning, he links to our, t our tweet about our story and says, I've had a word with the appropriators and tentatively we've got $15 million for IBWC, um, and uh, that was that. He moved fast. He could have been moving fast, irrespective of our story. But he linked to our story. The, story, the headline obviously made it look as though he did. He doesn't know what what a federal agency is doing, and he represents Texas, which has the biggest portion of the U.S.-Mexico border. And he wasn't even aware that this agency, this little-known agency. Uh, which is, has such an important role. It, it administers the treaties between the U.S. and Mexico. He didn't know that they've got budget issues. So he's moved on it, and he says appropriators, at his request, are going to find an extra $15 million. So we did a follow-up story, and we surmised, we, uh, a piece of conjecture here, if IBWC is getting $15 million, and it all came about because... Uh, Commissioner Harkins said, I can't find $10 million for the Arroyo, Colorado project here in, here in the Rio Grande Valley. Uh, we're surmising, well, maybe with that $15 million, 10, 10 of it, $10 million can be spent on the Arroyo, Colorado, which would please the cities of Harlingen and Westlaco and La Feria and Mercedes, etc., etc. We'll have to wait and see. And what else are we teasing here as far as that uh, Monday Cornyn visit, Steve? Well, as I said earlier, Mario, um, Senator Cornyn often makes news when he comes to the Valley because he spends a lot of time here. This was his seventh visit this year. When he comes down, there's meaningful, meaningful discussion. Hidalgo County Judge uh, Richard Cortez was really pleased to have had so much time with him, as was Hidalgo County Commissioner David Fuentes. And uh, there were a lot of issues discussed. The two issues that 
were flagged uh, uh, for the roundtable discussion. One was flood mitigation and one was international trade. But we know from speaking to Richard Cortez and David Fuentes that they spoke about other issues as well. They spoke about poverty in the Rio Grande Valley and they talked about uh, ecotourism, two important issues. Um, but the, and, and as, as I said, said earlier, the big, the big um, talking point going into this visit was his the senator's opportunity and Commissioner Harkin's opportunity to visit the Raymondville drain. Not that that drain project really is an issue that IBWC gets involved in because it's not in their jurisdiction. It's not part of the Rio Grande River uh, um, flood control. So that's um, it's not something IBWC is going to get involved in. But anyway, the, the discussion leading into this visit was all about Raymondville Drain. But as I say, we came, we've come away with four different stories. One, obviously, funding problems at IBWC. Second, from the same roundtable, and it's a story we've already posted, and that was the issue of the flooding that occurs when we get the really heavy storms, the flooding that occurs on I-2. It was pointed out that Interstate 2 is an evacuation route for the valley in the in the case of a hurricane and we, even without a hurricane we're getting that interstate flooded the on and off ramps are impassable and as was as the point was made by commissioner fuentes people can't get to and from a hospital if there's an emergency if the interstate's flooded he made the point to us commissioner fuentes that you can't get from north west lakota southwest or vice versa when the frontage roads are impassable. And um, again, it was, it was Mayor Hinojosa from Mercedes that made the point the strongest. Uh, he, he, he was the most forceful, I think. And uh, Senator Cornyn responded and said, it's quote unquote, totally unacceptable uh, to have these interstates uh, flooded, um, especially as they're evacuation routes. And then there was the rancher, Victor Guerra, talking about how on 281 or I-69 Central, as we should now call it, north of Edinburgh, that was also flooded. So that was a second story, separate to Raymondville Drain we covered. The other two stories I thought were really uh, interesting and worth covering, two issues that were worth covering, came at the other roundtable. So after the roundtable on flood mitigation took place at the Dalga County Precinct 1 offices, just about a quarter of a mile away, there is um, a warehouse full of cotton, which U.S. cotton, which is going to be exported to Mexico and Asia by CI Logistics, uh, run by, uh, headed up by uh, Joaquin Spanner. Senator Cornyn visited uh, the warehouse, and then he had a roundtable again with di a different set of leaders from the Valley, and he spoke about international trade. And again, the big issue would be when is USMCA going to be passed? When is the successor trade agreement to NAFTA going to get passed? The Valley is waiting, uh, desperately waiting, many would say, uh, to get for that, for that trade agreement between the US, Mexico and Canada to be ratified by Congress because many people believe we're going to get an influx of um, investment here on the border because of the way that new treaty is... Um, uh, is worded in, in terms of auto vehicle manufacturing. So uh, the two issues at that roundtable that caught my eye, one was a fantastic discussion 
about China. Joaquin Spammer explained to a senator that he's just come back from China. He went on a trade mission with the McAllen Economic Development Corporation. And he said when is his question to the senator was when is this dispute between the U.S. and China over tariffs and when is that going to be fixed? And, and uh, because if we had some continuity there, there's potential for investment from Chinese manufacturing firms in the auto industry coming to this region, being close to Mexico. And um, that was a very interesting conversation between Joaquin Spammer and hearing the senator respond. Uh, the senator said China's a rogue state. However, it's got a population of 1.3 billion. So it's not a country we can ignore. We, we have to trade with, with China. So that was good. We're going to cover that. And then the fourth one uh, from that same roundtable, Rigo Villarreal, who is the superintendent of the McAllen Bridges, uh, the bridge system for McAllen. McAllen has two international bridges, Hidalgo Bridge and Anzal Duas Bridge. And he explained to Senator Cornyn that Texas has been hard done by, by a particular grant. He called it the Infra Grant, but he had some stats for me afterwards which showed other states were getting tens of millions of dollars for border for port infrastructure and texas only got seven million and the others were getting tens of millions so as you saw um, at the event rigo viral was really concerned about this forcibly told senator Cornyn, look this is not fair for texas like he said TechStop will probably get most of that how can how can mccallan uh, compete how can McCallum get anything if all Texas gets is seven million and he made the point to me afterwards Rigo that they put a lot of effort into their grant application to get those in for grant monies they hired te the Texas A&M University to help them with the grant application so it was a very professional grant application it got to the Secretary of Transportation's desk but no further and Senator Cornyn said he'd look into that. So that's the fourth issue you know, we, we got from Senator Cornyn's visit. Very, very impactful visit. Uh, and the Valley leaders clearly were pleased that he gave so much time so that they could impress upon him these big issues, these big ticket issues we, we're discussing, international trade and, and flooding. Steve, thank you very much, and uh, I'll be glad to put this together. Number one, of course, uh, we're giving priority to these podcasts. Two podcasts here we're actually working on related to the visit by Senator John Cornyn. First of all, we're going to hear highlights from that roundtable related to flood mitigation. Then uh, we're going to also hear highlights from... Uh, Joaquin Spammer's warehouse, where Senator John Cornyn talked about trade issues. So, of course, look for that in the Rio Grande Guardian.